What is going on, everybody? This is Dre, and you're listening to episode nine of Dre and Jay Fantasy Football. Jay, how are we doing? Oh, I'm great. As good as I can be, buddy. Um, bye week for the Chargers. I'm not going to lie. As a football fan this week, I completely mailed it in. I didn't watch anything, really. That should make today interesting. <laughs> I, did some, <laughs> I did a fair amount of research prior to, and I watched my fantasy team do nothing. Um, but yeah, yeah I can't I mean, wait. To... I, I feel like I, I watched some, but I, I was thinking about this earlier. I remember the Cardinals game, and I don't remember really any of the 10 a.m. slots. So, yeah, we'll talk about a few things that stood out. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice when your team has a bye week. Yeah, I kind of just used it. It felt like a vacation. Like, I, there was no – it was weird. <laughs> no no anxiety. Yeah, I wasn't – nothing. I was neutral. Um, well, what we'll do today, same thing as every single recap episode. So, we're just going to go through a few NFL games, if any, for you, LOL. Um, go through some standouts, top storylines of the week, and then injuries. There's a ton of injuries this week. Yeah, there is. There is. Um, we're going to do holding on or moving on again. And then we will go over some waivers and then recap our stardom and sit which weren't as bad as the week before. Right. That's a positive. Yep. Um, but just starting off, Cardinals game. Defense literally couldn't stop Joe Burrow. Wow. Sentence that hasn't been said this year yet. And Josh Dobbs is just a backup. He's a solid backup quarterback. Yeah. And I like I've said, I'm excited to see if Kyler is a good fit. And I've never had any expectations. I'm just glad that they're like playing in every game. It's not like a blowout ever really. Right. Well, as you know, I had Josh Dobbs, and I did. This was the only – I watched, like, three quarters of this game because I had Dobbs, and um, Benji was up from a nap, and we were just chilling watching this. So, um, Dobbs looked really good in the first two quarters. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of unfolded, and, yeah, it looked like finally Joe Burrow did what he did all of last year. He looked healthy. Yeah, he did. And they were, I mean, they were, the broadcast was really showing, you know, him planting off of that calf and stuff like that. I mean, he even had some big chunk runs that I was surprised that he... I was scared every time he was running. Yeah, like he was getting after it. And that was kind of the first time where it seemed like he was, he was good to go. So, yeah, I mean, I just didn't trust the Cardinals defense anyways. So I would have started him no matter what. And Jamar Chase is a freaking beast and we'll go over that. Yes. Um, one more game that I wanted to talk about, the Titans, just because DeAndre Hopkins was kind of balling out. Yeah, he was. Um, I, did Traylon Burks play? I don't think he did. I did was kind of, I was watching on Red Zone, and that one was getting a lot of highlights. Oh, okay. But, like, Anthony Richardson went out. Yeah. The Colts won still. The Colts are solid. Like a, They're like a weird solid team. Yeah, Gardner Mitchell's anything. Yeah, Gardner Minshew is very serviceable as a backup. Yeah, and we'll talk about that because I have Michael Pittman. Right. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was really any games to sit out. The 49ers destroyed the Cowboys. Yeah. The London game was meh. The Bills, yeah. like, are always just yelling at each other. Yeah. And Gabe Davis is a god. Oh, gosh. Somebody clip from last episode. Gabe Davis is the the definition of boomer bus. Drayton. He, boom, he boomed today. And I busted. <laughs> what? Stop doing it in London, bro. So, yeah, let's go over some of the standouts. I'll go ahead and let you start. Okay. Um, my standouts, I think, like, there's obviously, like, the low-hanging fruit, right? The top two, like, DJ Moore. And then Jamar Chase, which I'm, you might touch on. Um, but So I have three running backs. I'm not going to dive super deep into them. These are just guys that um, stood out to me. So I have three running backs, one wide out. The first one, Travis Etienne, having 36.4, finally kind of broke um, just, a, just a huge, huge game, especially against Buffalo, which was kind of wild. Um, the next one for me is Zach Moss, having 33.5 points with – JT coming back, obviously Anthony Richardson going down, um, but kind of on that same trajectory or mindset, I should say, of like Alexander Madison, like dude's playing for his job out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then Brees Hall having 28.4 points, being a Brees Hall owner. That makes me very excited. I know that it was against Denver, but still he looked healthy. He looked like he could carry a workload. He, he looks, got 22 for 177 is nuts. <laughs> yeah. He had that one, like, 72-yard run. Or maybe a 77-yard run and a touchdown. It was sweet. Yeah, I feel like I kind of viewed Javante Williams and Brees Hall in the same light in the offseason. Yeah. And I just wish that I would have gone Brees Hall instead of Javante. Yeah. So that was good by you. Um, uh, my yeah, last good one was that. Adam Thielen. Okay. 27.7. Um, yeah, he gets so many he gets so many catches every game. It, he was 11 for 13, I think, and scored a touchdown. I know you were off on him and I'm pretty sure Danny was off on him this year, but um yeah, I mean 13 targets. That's it doesn't matter if it's Bryce Young or um as call I love Colin Cowherd, his nickname for um Andy Dalton is the beige water pistol. <laughs> It's <laughs> just so good. Um, it doesn't matter if it's hit, if it's Bryce Song or the Beige Water Pistol. Like he's still gonna get his his reps. So yeah, those are those... the best receiver on that team. Yeah, yeah. Not, I don't think it's close. Um, all right. So what do you what do you have for goods? Those are mine. Um, running back Alvin Kamara is just like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, like yep. he just came back from a suspension and was like, "Sup, boys, I'm back." Yeah. Um, this is a Leo McLaughlin guy, just a home run threat two weeks in a row. Yeah, dude. Who knows what that looks like with Javante, but it feels like the Broncos are pretty close to just kind of blowing everything up. Yep. Um, and then lastly, A-Chan continues to just be really good. Yeah. Um, he's just so fast. That whole team is just so freaking fast. Bunch of speedsters. Um, and then for tight ends, I want to go over Dallas Goddard, balled out. And yeah. then wide receivers, George Pickens, might be legit. Might be a might. legit number one. Yeah. So. Yeah, what um, did Max What did Max call Goddard? He, like, said, like, a poor man's Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go over those in the starting sit too. <laughs> 
Um, one other week uh, uh, storyline, like you kind of mentioned, Jay Tay is back. Yeah. Brought him back very slowly this week, but it feels like his role is going to increase, especially since he just signed an extension. Um, so for those of you that were patient enough to hold on to him, Dom, congrats. Yeah. Hopefully it works out for you. Um, all right, injuries. Where do you want to start? Uh, you go, and then I'll go next. We'll switch off. All right, so we'll start with a pretty big one, Justin Jefferson. Um, luckily for Farney in our league, <laughs> he didn't need him to do anything this week. Yeah. Um, we'll go over that later. But Justin Jefferson um, still being evaluated. It's a hamstring. We've talked on, We've touched on hamstrings a lot on this podcast. Yeah. They kind of just linger, especially for a position that's explosive like a wide receiver. Um, on this report, it's saying that he he's he's kind of like questionable, but I would feel kind of surprised if he plays this week. Yeah. Um, do they play on? No, they don't. No, it's uh, Broncos. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and then you go ahead on the next one. Um, so James Conner, obviously a lot of the Cardinals fans know, um, ruled out with a knee for the rest of last, uh, Sunday's game. It says here that, um, Jonathan Gannett isn't completely sure, um, but it does look like he's going to miss some time or a little bit of time. The Cardinals, it seemed they also just claimed, um, Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. Off of Spurs, but I don't know. And yeah, then Keontae Ingram is still missing. Yeah, their backups hurt. Di Mercado looked okay. Yeah, service um, But I think that that offense is going to miss Connor a lot, especially yeah. with Tyler still out. Like, that is not going to be great. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I don't know if there will be, like, a fantasy playable option in the backfield if he's out. Um, but if someone grabs it and just runs with it. Who do the Cardinals – sorry, I already clicked out of um, James Conner. Who do the Cardinals play week six? <sighs> Who do they play week six? Look it up real quick. It's a black hole in my mind. Uh, they have the Rams. They're out. Uh, yeah, well, don't see him playing. Yeah. Um, next one, my boy, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> So he, I wasn't watching the game because it was on at the same time as the Cardinals, but I saw that he went down with it. They, they're saying like a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Um, non-contact. Came back in the game and just kind of balled out at the end. <laughs> like was like old Travis Kelsey to end that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that offense does without him. 11 targets. Yeah. And like half of those, or at least more than half of those were – after he went out and was injured and came back. Dang. And they play on Thursday this week, so it almost makes it less likely that he's going to play on Thursday. Um, yeah, he didn't practice today, but they could just be resting him. I could see them just, like, not playing him this Thursday and giving him the extra rest for next week. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I freaking hope not, but thank goodness I picked up Zach Ertz. Thanks, Max. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know who, who benefits from Kelsey being out. It doesn't seem like, like anybody, like I was big on Kadarius Tony's no longer on my roster. Sky Moore didn't look like, doesn't look that great. Richie James doesn't look that great. Nobody is just grabbing it and running. No. 
which is kind of, it is strange. I know, I mean, Noah Gray has played okay and when Travis Kelsey's been out, but I mean, he is no Travis Kelsey, you know what I mean? That's what's, yeah. that's what's tough, but. It hurts Mahomes too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm um, honestly surprised like Jarek McKinnon hasn't stepped up and like, cause like for me, like I had him in the playoffs last year and he had like 22, 25, 27 yeah, points. Yeah, they kind of had to change their offense. I'm waiting for them to make a drastic change again this year. But you would think that, like, having that type of option with a weapon like that. Yeah. I don't know. It is It is weird. Maybe maybe Jarek McKinnon is going to take it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right, um, so I have Khalil Herbert, another high ankle sprain. Um, it looks like he's going to miss a couple of weeks. His looked super painful. I was yeah. watch- I watched it happen. Oh, really? Yeah, his, his cleat got, like, stuck in the ground. Oof, because that was Thursday, and yeah, it did not look good. And then Roshan Johnson, I think, has a concussion as well. Yeah. Um, so that is the backfield that affects Justin Fields. Um, we know that he was a, a a great fantasy asset last year because of his running. So if there's yeah. no running backs, I could see them kind of leaning on him again. So that's something to look into. Um, all right, so the next one, Devon Achain. Um, there's honestly not a lot about this guy as far as like what was posted on sleepers. It just says that he's dealing with a knee injury that happened in the win. Um, they're not really there's no specification if he if he's gonna miss any time, but that's also not saying that he isn't going to miss any time. So Yeah, I, I feel like they're kinda like they're like in the gray about it. I don't know. Yeah, it has Mostert is questionable too, but I don't even know what's going on with him. So who knows? Yeah, um, Anthony Richardson, AC joint mm. out for a little bit. Um, like we talked about, Gardner Minshew is the backup though. So like I feel like yeah. if you have a Colts offensive player, like yeah, it sucks that Richardson's hurt. If you have Richardson, but the offense shouldn't be affected by it. The running backs might be better for it. Yeah. Um, and then we got one more. Uh, Tank Dell, concussion protocol. Yeah, so maybe a week, if anything, but. Yeah. I'm watching the Diamondbacks game at the same time, and the bases are loaded, and it's freaking insane. What's the score? Diamondbacks are winning 4-2, to two, but the Dodgers have the bases loaded, and they just scored, so now it's 4-2 to two now. Okay. Um. All right, let's play holding on or moving on. So I picked a new quarterback, running back, wide receiver, flex. You're going to tell me if you're going to, if you would hold on to them or if you're going to move on from them, whether that means trying to trade for them or trade them or trying to just drop them to save space. Okay. All right, I'm going to start with someone who's been a hot topic on this pod Justin Fields. Okay. Um, I'm pulling up his last two numbers. So right now where he sits, he's the number three quarterback in fantasy football. Um, 29 points against Denver and then pretty much 33 points against Washington. Um, if I'm the owner of Justin Fields, depending on who I have as like a backup quarterback, um, I am selling, 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 moving on. I'm trying to get a trade package that includes something else. Um, if you have a serviceable, like if you have like a Kirk Cousins or somebody on the bench, I'd roll with him, um, which might might sound crazy, even though 
you know, he had 11 rushes for 57 yards. Um, and you're talking about the third, third highest scoring quarterback in fantasy, right? I just think that this, these last two scoring outcomes were more of a product of the teams that he was playing. So you don't think he's going to keep this hot streak going? I don't think so. I think Minnesota is going to be interesting because Minnesota is going to be playing for their freaking lives. Yeah. This um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, and it might be like, honestly, a bias that I just don't, I haven't really bought into him. I just, I mean, Denver and Washington just doesn't really terribly do it for him. He was 15 for 29 and had four touchdowns. That means almost every one ever of every four or three balls that he threw was a touchdown. Yeah, it was insane. That's for sure. Which I don't see that continuing. All right. Tony Pollard. This is interesting. Um, we I think both this very, very, very high on him. To start yeah. With. And I, I still think, I don't know. I, I've, I've been intrigued to look at him to maybe go after him because of his slow start. I mean, I guess not that slow. It's just been the last two games, but if you're, if you have Tony Pollard, you got to hold. Like you got to wait. I think his I think value the whole, is whole Yeah. The whole Cowboys offense value is very low. Right now, yeah. And I just – you have to. I mean, he's still a top-10 running back. He started – like, his first three weeks were, were really good for an RB1. Obviously, his last two weeks haven't been great, but they haven't really – he only got 11 rushing attempts and then eight rushing attempts um, and then lost a fumble, which is against the 49ers, which does not help fantasy value, obviously. Yeah, the last two games for the Cowboys have been complete opposites, but it's hurt fantasy players unless you're the defense the first week. Right. So – the first game they were up huge. The second game they were down huge, and they yeah. kind of just gave up. Yeah. So, I, so I would hold him. You, you're hoping for better days. You're, I mean, everybody. It feels like all every year the Cowboys come in, and people are like, "Oh, they're a top twelve team, playoff contender, this or that." I think they're too good to be this bad right now. Yeah. All right, keeping on the Cowboys, Ceedee Lamb. Yeah. So I have CD Lamb. It does hurt seeing this. Um, obviously, I think you have to the same thing with Pollard. Their their offense just looks so bad right now. Um, but you you just have to hold them and keep playing them because Pollard and CD Lamb should be arguably top seven in their in each of their position. I think. Um, but you just yeah, I think you have to hold them, which isn't isn't fun right now, but. All right, and then last one, T. Higgins. I would oh, – this is hard. I mean, just a rough out. Well, he's also hurt at the right. same time. I mean, he's one of those guys that – what intrigues me more about T. Higgins is that they've already come out, and this could obviously change, but they've already come out and said that they're not planning on re-signing this guy. So it's almost like in a keeper league, like what if he ends up somewhere? He could he end could... up somewhere where he's the number one, though. Exactly. And that's why I think right now, if you have him, I would I would move off of him because you're looking you, – most people drafted him pretty high. So he's, he's definitely not giving you the production. He's number 64th wide receiver overall. I know he didn't play last week, which I think hurts him as well. He's had literally one good week. That's it, man. 
I mean, he's had, I mean, week, week three, he had eight targets, only caught two balls, but still it's like you, you, you can't keep this. I mean, I don't, that's the thing. Like if you move on from him, what is, what's his value? Yeah. Probably low. And if you're a keeper league, a draft pick maybe. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. All right. That's holding on or moving on sponsored, but just kidding. (laughs) Make that joke every week. Um, let's run through some of the top waiver additions really quick. Um, we already touched on a bunch of these. So, Di Mercado on the Cardinals is one with James Conner's injury. Like I said, I don't know what's going to happen with the backfield. He was like the third down back on the team. Yeah, I don't know if they feel comfortable with him being a three down back yet. Maybe why they signed Tony Jones. Um, Logan Thomas, not going to say much about him because of stardom sit him, but what the frick, rock on. Yeah. Um, Gardner Minshew, even though I spelled him in our notes, Gedner. <laughs> <laughs> Gedner Minshew, brother. Um, talked on that. Anthony Richardson being hurt, obviously a solid starting quarterback. Um, if you need a backup, could be like a bye week play. Yeah. Tajay Spears, Titans running back. He's, he's splitting carries with, Derrick Henry. Yeah, they've even played a fair amount of time together. I think Derrick Henry's split snap was like 64%, and then Tajay is at 52%. So there's definitely times where they're both on the field. Yeah, and they're just not using Derrick Henry like they have in the past. He had a really good game two weeks ago like we talked about. But this last week, they just, they're just they not using him. Yeah. So um, They're, they're even Henry. using – sorry, they're using Tajay even in kick returning, which is interesting to me as well. Yeah, they just want to get him in space, I think. Yeah. Um, Deontay Foreman could be a sneaky pickup with the Chicago running backs hurt. He's that third guy. He's been hurt to start the year. Yeah. But he recently got healthy. So he's been good when he's gotten chances in the past. Um, So I think it just kind of depends on Roshan. I think Roshan would probably be out for like one week. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much fab he would be worth because if you only get him for one week yeah um brock purdy been balling yeah quietly it feels like yeah he has been so good and he just like he's just a point guard of that offense um but he's the number seven quarterback this year so if you need a quarterback i think he could play against anyone it's just you're also risking the chance that they blow someone out yeah but i feel like they use him in the run game a lot and the fact that they just throw swing passes to mccaffrey and they're like it's basically a pitch but he gets passing yards for it yep they do that all the time his picture in sleepers looks like a 14 year old boy dude he looks like he belongs in whoville (laughs) (laughs) dude he's living on a snowflake hanging out with the grinch um all right let's go over stardom sidham max was texting me about some of his takes yeah wasn't pleased i need to look up the monday night scores all right go ahead and start with yours all right do you want to just do quarterback or do you want to get them all yeah let's just do quarterback Okay. Is this Monday night game over? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Let's 
This is podcasting, folks. Yeah, it's over. The Raiders won. Oh. So yeah, okay. We can start with we can start with Max's then. So right. Max had Jordan Love versus the Raiders as his stardom. Seven point nine eight points. Oof. Not good. That's a hard red. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, Jordan Love has been interesting this year. This is his, actually his first bad game. But like, I don't feel like. Ever since the second week when you were like, he's just orchestrating out there. Like, I feel yeah. like he hasn't been great. He was good fantasy-wise in that New Orleans game because they were down. Um, and he had to throw a ton. But, like, it's been pretty inconsistent. They, I think that offense misses Aaron Jones a lot. Which is wild. Like, why hasn't A.J. Dillon been able to perform, like, really produce anything? I don't know if A.J. Dillon's that great. He's just a big dude that can run up the middle. Yeah. That's what he feels like this year. He got saved by a touchdown tonight. Yeah, I saw that. Um, my quarterback, I went risky with my picks this week a little bit. Yeah. Sam Howell. Max texted us and was talking smack. Yeah. And then Sam Howell came back and put up 26.42. Yeah. I was, like I said, I was going to put him. He's a great, it's a great matchup for him. Good matchup. Dude is just a freaking baller. Like, he just plays so hard. Yeah. And they were down so big, so he had to throw a ton. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, go ahead and give yours. Uh, Anthony Richardson only got you 4.42, which is unfortunate because I think if he stays healthy, I think he puts up big numbers. But that's yeah, it. I it stinks. Like, it feels like an incomplete, you know. Yeah. Um, Max had David Montgomery. That was a good pick, 20.9 points. Jameer Gibbs was out, so it was yep. his, his backfield to just run free. If Jameer Gibbs is out an extended period of time, David Montgomery is an RB1. Huge. Like, so good. Um, his other one was James Conner. That's another thing, like you said, I feel like if James Conner didn't get hurt, he would have had a good game. Like, he got hurt on a long run. Uh-huh. Um, and. It's his knee, so I'm a little bit worried. Like I talked about earlier, the offense depends on him so much. Um, but he only got 4.6. My running backs were Derrick Henry with a 9.2. Kind of disappointed in that, not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Um, I put that as red because it's Derrick Henry. You need more from him. And then Joe Mixon got 13.4. Meh. He just doesn't score. Like They gave him like four carries within the two-yard line, and he didn't yeah. score. And I'm just like, what the frick? Luckily, didn't need it this week. Ayo. That's, um, that hurts. But yeah, go ahead and talk about your boy. So I have Brees Hall, 28.4 off a of snap count. We love we love seeing that. Um, Dalvin Cook not getting a ton of reps, which was pretty sweet to see. Um, and then I also had Saquon, who ended up not playing, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I have... Dalvin Cook might be dead to me. I picked him up. Yeah. I'll trade him to you. What do you want? A late pick? Nope. Uh, Saquon didn't play. And then Brita. Matt Brita didn't do jack in that game either. So, but yeah. Yeah, Farney picked him up last second. It didn't matter, though. No. Um, Max had Marquise Brown, 16.1. He's just good. Cardinals aren't great. Got to throw the ball. I think he's, like, kind of proving this year, at least to me, that he's just a good receiver. Like, he is. 
I don't want to know. I wouldn't say, I don't know if he's like a number one, but he's like a high end number two. Like if the Cardinals get Marvin Harrison Jr. and they re-sign Marquise Brown and have Michael Thomas as a big dude, like that is scary. Yeah. Um, And then he also had Chris Olave saved by a touchdown. It looked like he tweaked his ankle or something before the game. Um, He ended up with 9.2. But I, I just – if you're starting a receiver, you probably want them double digits at least. Yeah. Yep. Um, my receivers, Michael Pittman, 10.2. Meh, whatever. Garrett Wilson, 8.4. Zach Wilson regressed. Big. And Garrett Wilson is still good, but his quarterback is cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't <sighs> – especially against Denver, too. Like, I know that Denver – their secondary is okay, but they have been getting. They got seventy points scored on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, Miami's a good team. Where it's like, but like, with, still seventy points. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, Christian Watson, who played tonight, eleven point six points. That's kind of meh, you know. I mean, it's he had nice. a huge play. It pretty much was all of his points. Yeah, I mean, but he did have a lot of deep targets, and it was there were just a lot of missed throws by Jordan Love. So yeah, it he's like, like a higher end Gabe Davis. Like he's yeah. elite boomer bust. Yeah, like his bust is gonna be like six or seven, whereas Gabe Davis will get you like two or three. Yeah. But his boom is like they're looking for him deep all the time. All the time. Like he was triple covered on one of these balls. It was like a 30 yard ball. And like it just ended up being incomplete. But it's if you're an owner of Christian Watson, like that, that feels a a little better knowing that that's who's out there. Yeah. Um, And then my next one was Jordan Addison against the Chiefs, giving you 18.4. Yeah. And I want to talk about him more. Because yeah. he becomes a very good fantasy option if Justin Jefferson misses time. Yeah. Um, and I almost got him for Garrett Wilson, darn it. Well, well, maybe next year. I have him in my other league, and I'm I'm not happy to see Justin Jefferson hurt because he's so good. I like watching him play. But, like, Jordan Addison is going to get so many targets with him gone. Yeah. That team is just – it's wild how bad they are. Like, there's always a team that underperforms every year out of nowhere. I feel like it's the Vikings this year. It's weird, bro. Didn't they win 13 games last year? Pretty sure. With basically the same team? Yeah. Minus Dalvin Cook, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, oh, well. All right, tight ends. What? Um, Jake Ferguson. That's who Max had. He had 5.8. Not great. No. 49ers defense, so freaking good. Yeah. Um, and then I had Logan Thomas. Ooh. Man, shined on Thursday night for me. Like a freaking diamond. <laughs> I felt good about that pick. Because that was another pick that you hyped up for me, kind of. Like, this was yeah. a sneaky pick, right? Like, this is Logan Thomas, ex-Virginia Tech quarterback. Yeah. Um, but dude had 20.7 and was getting so many targets. So, um, all right, Mr. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, dude, not the way I saw the London game going, bro. I thought it would be Buffalo all the way. Well, if they had Gregory, mate, maybe yeah. it would have been different. Yeah, no Gregory on field for him. 
But uh, yeah, 3.9. I really thought that it was going to get out of hand the opposite way and said it was just the Travis Etienne show and I thought it was going to be way different. So yeah, 3.9. I mean, that's kind of a riskier pick, you know, to start a Dalton Kincaid if you have them. But yeah, London games scare me like for fringe players like that. Yeah. Like that's why I was kind of, that's why I wasn't going to start Gabe Davis at first because of that. But once Cooper Cup came back, he made my decision for me. Hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Defenses. Max had the Bills defense who got 12 somehow. What? Yeah. And lost. They lost. <laughs> I know. One sec. I'm just creeping on their score, on their points. Oh, they had five sacks. Three. Four, oh, yeah, that's right. What's his fate? Trevor Lawrence tried to fumble the game away like seven times. <laughs> um, and then I had the Lions defense who got eight, which is I guess solid for a defense. Yeah. And you, but had you would want more against the Carolina team for sure. Yeah, like I, if I'm starting a defense, I consider like a good start, like ten plus. Yeah. So you got the Jets defense though, and they had 19. So that must have felt good. Yeah. It would have felt better if I had the actual Jets on my roster, but no, but it wouldn't have mattered anyways. But yeah. Um, Speaking of dominant defenses, the Saints continue to call the fight. No, dude. And I'm like, I just keep hearing you mocking me. <laughs> Every time I look at their score, it's like, oh, they beat the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots didn't score. Oh, well, they- the Patriots are so bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Fun fact, the Cowboys, which we'll go over them because I made a bold prediction, you know, okay. still the number one defense. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, okay, let's talk about the sit um, right. None of our sit were great. No. Max had Trevor Lawrence, who got 15.7, which is meh. Um, that would have put him at the number 16 quarterback for the week, so literally as middle as you can get. Yeah. I had Jared Goff, who put up twenty seven point four, and just four. Looked, he looks so good, even and with no Amon Ross and Brown. That was part of it, but then I remember he's so good at home, like and on turf yeah. and stuff. Like he is just a different quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then you had Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow and dominated thirty six of forty six. Finally dominated. See, yeah. like, now he won't be on this list again. He won't be on my sit-ems because I've no, always said – You can said, keep putting him here. You can keep putting him there. No, I, I said once he does something – For me, for me, for me. For you? All right, okay. Um, okay, wide receivers – or no, running backs, sorry. Raheem Mostert got 15.8. It's a solid start. Yeah. Um, that offense is just so insane. And then he also said Najee, who continues to prove you wrong for trusting him. Yep. Um, Didn't even start him this week. I started. You uh, did. And Jalen Warren, I don't know if you watched that game at all, but he kind of took over a drive. I did not watch that game. He was hurtling people. He was juking people out left and right. I'm sitting there on my couch, like cross-eyed, like, please don't lose. (laughs) Because it was still 10 a.m. and I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you can't start Najee because he's he's not catching the ball. You can't start either of them. They're yeah, true. they're both bench options, hoping that one of the uh, one or the other gets hurt, which sounds bad, but like that's just the way it be. That Steelers team was so weird. I don't know how they won that game Sunday. Yeah, me either. 
Um, my running backs that I have were Kyron Williams, who had 7.7. Eagles defense is just too much. And Damian Pierce, 9.2. He hasn't been great this year. Um, and Atlanta's defensive line is kind of kind of good. Yeah. So they've been stopping people. Um, but you had Ramondre, who t- continues to take a giant step back from last year. Yeah, dude. It's wild, bro. And it's not like Zeke is stealing a ton of reps. There's just He's starting like, to. Their their snap share is becoming more 50-50 every, every game, basically. So Zeke had, let me see, Zeke had eight, eight for 21 yards, but four targets and four receptions for Zeke. And then let me hit Stevenson. I'm pretty sure their snap shares this week were 50-50. It is. You're right. 80, he had eight, eight rushing attempts for 24 yards. And then two targets with no catches. Not good. I'm so glad I kept Joe Mixon. Yeah. I would be Isn't that wild? Like you were really teetering on that. I wait until the last second. Yeah. So it's just, I did not expect it to be this bad though. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to wide receivers. Cause you had Jameer Gibbs. He didn't play. So Max had Jordan Addison and Calvin Ridley, both who went bonkers this week. 18 and 20 points. Um, Yeah, not much to say. Calvin Ridley looked like he did have a connection with Trevor Lawrence. I think that they're just kind of getting more familiar with each other. And they've been in London for two weeks now. Yeah, Um, Maybe that's why Trevor Lawrence was trying to fumble the game away. Because he's like, if we win, they're going to want us to keep coming back here. Yeah. And then he'll have to live in London. Oh, dude, I feel like I would live in London. That'd be so lit. <laughs> it would suck. Like, as a franchise, to have to come to America to play all your games. But I feel yeah. like if you got, like, an extended road trip, you could just stay on the East Coast. Yeah, except they'd be like, yeah, Jacksonville. Or Londonville. Now you're playing Arizona. And it's so, <laughs> it's so far. Yeah, that that's yeah, I mean that's obviously why there's no team there. Yeah. Um Yeah. Not great picks. Yeah. I had Drake London who looked like Loki a man on a few plays yeah. <laughs> against Houston. He had 14.68 so prove me wrong. I just don't trust Desmond Ritter. It's not that I don't trust Drake London. Desmond Ritter went off though. He did, but I I don't know. It's it's like a Zach it's like the Zach Wilson game against the Chiefs. Yeah, and I think Houston's defense just isn't that good. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's hear about your picks. Um, I had Debo against Dallas, 11.5. That's kind of – I mean, that's kind of meh. I mean, that's still a fair amount of points, but also, like, if you start Debo, you're you're hoping in the – You're not sad that he gets 11.5, but you're a little disappointed that's all he yeah. got. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I had Michael Wilson. Got, like, one target. Shocker, and it was like he had to go up on like a ladder. Yeah, go. it was a great catch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know under I don't understand what the game plan was to not use him. Obviously, it didn't work that well. They heard me. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, we have to no targets. We need Jay to get this this sit him." No, like we want all of Jay's friends to still make fun of him for saying Gregory Dort. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, dude, I. That, that sound clip, I listened to it so many times. I don't know if people in our league thought it was as funny as I thought it was, but I was seriously dying. 
Yeah, it, I just I looked up like I don't know in the last episode if you can hear it, but after that happened, I like I was typing a lot because I'm like I gotta find this guy's birth certificate. Nobody just names their kid Greg. <laughs> Did you find his birth certificate? No, but I found a thousand articles, and it's just Greg. It is just Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> um. All right. Tight end sitems. All bad. They all popped off. All bad. All bad. The poor man's Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, got 25.7 and looks so good. I even yeah. said that he looked slow last podcast. Yeah, true. I have him in my other league, so I was so hyped. Still got beat, but whatever. Um, and then I had Darren Waller, who played probably his best game this year, right? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. The Dolphins are really good. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, he had to. George Kittle, 27.7, three touchdowns, though. It almost feels like a fluky 27, but yeah. 27 is 27. Yeah, and, like, that's where, you know, if he doesn't have those three touchdowns, um, those are, like, mixed into Brandon Ayuk or Devo. Like, they have so many weapons that any one of those guys could have this type of a game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, lastly, our sit-ems on defense. The Patriots' defense had one point. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Patriots' defense is bad, but the Patriots' offense is so bad that it hurts the defense. Yeah, because they have, they're on the field, they're on the, field so the entire much. time. Yeah, yeah. They're, so, they're so bad. Um, I did a ballsy sit-em. I was did. super happy with it. Cowboys' defense got zero points this week. Wow. Still the number one defense in fantasy. Um, like I said, my theory is about the turf. I will con- I will continue to say it until they prove me wrong. And it's- um, do they play this week? Yeah, Monday night, baby. Are they home? Um... Oh, no, they're in L.A. And L.A.'s turf. So this will prove my theory. All right, they're playing the Chargers, dude. It doesn't matter what they play. I just think um, Herbert could get sacked five times. No, I don't see that happening. Um, uh, I had the Eagles. Eagles uh, against the Rams give you six points. That's that's middle of the road. Man, I mean, yeah, you'll take it. Yeah, that's all good. So, yeah, those I mean, are our stardom and situms. Not bad. I mean, Should there's definitely some good and definitely a lot of bad. Yeah. Um, but that is really all that we got. Oh, no, we don't. Let's recap the league. Um, we'll kind of go in more depth and in, in a little more in depth on the matchups next week. What we're going to do today is look at the matchups from this week. We'll save ours for last. So starting with Danny and Farney. Holy moly. Wild, both three and one coming in. Farney had Justin Jefferson and DJ Moore, and Achan, and Marches, and Laporta. Wait, who did oh. I say? Justin uh, Jefferson. Yeah, didn't even do anything. He scored two hundred and ten points without Saquon and with an injured Justin Jefferson, and an injured Chris Olave. Yeah. Like crazy. And Danny has been has had two hundred plus points scored on in two weeks in a row. 
Yeah, dude. His points. I don't know if it's updated right now. I don't think it is yet. No, I don't. It's definitely not. You're but right. I just want to say he said that he's been scored on more in the last two games than I have all season, which is true. But I still would have beat him this week. <laughs> so, if you're going to talk smack like that, you got to score more than me that week. Uh, yeah, but the trajectory, so the year, and Danny was texting me about his points, like, against. So the year that I lost and I had the most points against um, and almost got last place because of it, yeah, I, I remember. points for and against. So I had, I think Danny told me it was, like, a 1,750. Right now, based off of the trajectory of how many points are getting scored against Danny at the end of the season – Obviously, I don't think this is going to continue to happen, but it. W- I think he said it was close to 2,000 points. Yeah, and right now he scored the most points, and he has had the most points scored on him. To be 3-2 oh. is crazy, though. Yeah, and that's where fantasy is like half luck. Like, there's been two weeks in a row where you got, like, people have scored om- like right around 100 on me, and I lost one of them, which sucks. I hate losing those games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it really is sometimes just luck. Like I, I did get lucky and I said this last week that the Chargers had a bye week this week. This yeah. is a different game if you have Eckler and Herbert, obviously. Yeah. So um moving on to the next one. Go ahead. Do you have it up? Yeah. So I have Will and then Josh. Um Will was one and three coming into this, Josh three and one. Josh big win. Two hundred and one points, I believe, last week. Um, no Aaron Jones for Josh, which hurts, but I, I mean, he lost by, what is that? Like 39 or 40. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's crazy about Will is that he had Khalil Herbert start who didn't do really anything for the most part, only 7.6 points. Drake London finally looked good. D hop looked good. Waller. His receivers. Just yeah. And he had Marquise Brown on the bench. Yep. So it's a good win. It's a good turnaround win for him. He needed this. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and Josh started Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup and came they back. Both balled. Yeah. Matthew Stafford could be a sneaky, a sneaky backup pick. Like if they're going to be in games, I mean, to have Puka Nakua have eleven targets and then Cooper Cup have twelve. Yeah. Craziness. So he might. That's have- all they throw to. That's why Tutu Atwell. The stock went out the window. Second yeah. Game. Yeah. All right, moving on. Max versus Parker. Rough. Battle of one and threes. Parker wins mostly because of ETN. Yeah. <laughs> um, Parker won by 20. Max's team. Devontae. It's, it's like there's one key guy who knows shows every week. Yeah. Um, and this week it was Devontae Smith. I'm surprised that he started CJ Stroud over Jared Goff. I hope. And I know it's. Be- I put my him on my sitem, so I hope he didn't listen to me. Maybe, um, but I mean, I maybe I would have done the same thing because I was super high on CJ Stroud. But that hurt. Obviously, he still wouldn't. He still would have lost with it, but it would have made it pretty close. But I mean, with Jacoby Kobe Myers, Myers, oh gosh, and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts looked good this week, kind of. I said it on the podcast with Max. I said if. If Max is sitting Kyle Pitts, this is the week to play Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah. I want Jacoby Myers, Max. Can't. I offered you a trade and you're just benching this man. 
You give him Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> hey, that's who I I meant to get Kobe. Darn it. <laughs> Anyways. All right, moving on. I have Dom uh, Dom against Google. Um, Dom was 2-2 two and two going in. Google is 1-3 going in. Um, really what hurt Google, Anthony Richardson going down, giving yeah. him points while Justin Fields was on his bench. And his running backs are like – Damian Pierce was a high pick, and I was high on him too, and he just has not looked good. Yeah, Devontae Adams, he had to start Juju Smith-Schuster, which I want to see how many people. He is being started in 12% of leagues. He is only rostered in 43% of leagues, which is a tough, tough start. Yeah, he had all of his receivers were hurt or on by. Um, Zach Moss on Dom's bench with 33.5. Yeah, he started Tay. I don't know if I would have started JT yet, to be honest with you. I, I think I probably would have because it's JT, but like hindsight, which is obviously 2020. Yep. He's been out. And he didn't play any preseason. I feel like he's going to grow into the season. He's just going to pop off one game and just go ham the rest of the year. Yeah. All right. Saving the best for last, our matchup. Yep. 147 to 101. It's unfortunate. Because last week, my team put up 174. Yeah. Last week, my team put up 90, 96. Yeah. So, B. John Robinson continues to be misused. Brian Robinson <laughs> sucks. Garrett Wilson sucks. Michael Pittman sucks. <laughs> Tyler Bass sucks. Just kidding. Thank goodness for the Saints defense, Gabe Davis and Joe Burrow. Literally. And Cortland Sutton having one catch. Dude, I was scared, though, when Brees Hall was just balling out. I was like, I'm going to lose because I, I thought CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Ayuk could have, like, big games. Yeah. Because you would have won. Yeah. But. So, all right. Well, Farney moves to 4-1. and one, I moved to 4-1. and one. There's some 3-2 and two teams, some 2-3 and three teams. One, one and 4 teams. Right? No, two. Google and Max. I think They're probably sweating. I think this put Max ahead of Google based off of point differential now. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got, Jay. Do you have anything else you want to go over? No. Who plays Thursday? Oh, it's Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs Broncos. AFC West matchup. Lame. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. Let us know if you want to be on. Let us know if there's any kind of content you want to see us do. But other than that, peace. Later.